pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's up? Dan Bach in the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix podcast back with you today, getting you set for a Thursday in Daily Fantasy Baseball. Hopefully things are great in your world and you're enjoying the prospects of uh, hopefully winning money in Daily Fantasy, at the very least having some entertainment because again, that's what I believe Daily Fantasy really is for the majority of people who play it. Obviously, we want to win money at the end of the day and uh, our goal is to make your life a little bit easier in terms of the research that goes into it, and uh, hopefully you can take a nugget or two from this podcast that can help you build your own lineup. I want to thank Fantasy Draft. Always a great sponsor. They're back at it again today, uh, and make sure you check them out. Uh, Much different lineup construction than you get on FanDuel or DraftKings, and you know what? They are one that is uh, pushing a lot of free content to you guys with the happy hour show, with uh, this very podcast. So I hope you go over there and make a deposit. Use that promo code GRINDERS. And when you do, you get access to our Fantasy Draft premium content, as well as paying it forward and saying a little thank you to us. And we appreciate that very much. And thanks, Fantasy Draft. And be on the lookout for me to uh, be posting some games over there tonight. A nice slate tonight in baseball. So uh, not a. it's a weird kind of slate in terms of, uh, you know, some of the, like, dynamic pricing that we see out there. Like, we're in a world where Cole Hamels, Tyler Skaggs, Chad Cool are three of the highest salaried players on the slate tonight on DraftKings, uh, at least on for starting pitching today. And it's not like there aren't guys that we haven't heard of. You know, sometimes you have slates where there's just nobody, but, you know, guys like David Price we have on this slate, John Lester, um... Chris Archer is on this slate. There's a lot of names, but those are the guys who are up top. So I think it's I think that it's going to be an interesting slate on that perspective. And then the bats again were uh, kind of a small, not smallish. I think it's a perfect slate to be honest. Uh, at what one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games at the seven o'clock start time tonight. So I love this kind of slate here today. So. Let's get into it. Let's tell you what my plans are as of, of course, 10.30 this morning. Uh, Things can obviously change as the day goes on, but we try to update things the best we can. All right, starting pitching tonight. Yeah, we've got Hamels and Skaggs as the top price guys on there at 10.8 and 10.4. I had to do a double take when I saw Cole Hamels 
was the highest priced player on uh, DraftKings, and I'm pretty sure Fantasy Draft as well tonight. And he's been pretty steady from the fantasy production. There's no question about it. And the strikeouts have been uh, better than I expect. Now, he gets a matchup here today against the Chicago White Sox, which is a team that does strike out a lot. I mean, if you look at their K numbers this season versus left-handed pitching, it's at 27.6%. Um, their WOBA against uh, lefties this season, 288. The ISO at 174. They have struggled versus this handedness. I get it. Uh, I just still don't think that I can push the button on Cole Hamels as you know worthy of this price tag here tonight. Um, he still has a 43% hard contact rate here tonight, uh, today, uh, or this season, and um, I, I just don't know. The BABIP at 265 is kind of good. It's, you know, it's not crazy good, but kind of good, and uh, I'm just not really buying that Cole Hamels is suddenly back. I mean, he's got to be, what, 30 seven or so and uh, yeah I know we have Bartolo Colon still pitching in the league it can happen for pitchers but I still think there's some risk here I mean you're also looking at you know solid numbers for some of these guys in terms of uh versus lefties for the Chicago White Sox it's when they make contact the problem is they're not making contact and that's where you can look at Woba versus the contact Woba and we've got like for perfect example is Mancata doesn't hit the ball often, but when he does, he hits it pretty well. Uh, 265 Woba, but a 441 contact Woba so far this season with an average exit velocity of 93 miles per hour. Um, and, you know, the question is that 40% K rate really drags down that Woba. Do we believe that Hamels can strike out all these White Sox players? I think it's going to go one of two ways. I mean, I think you could... I guess play Hamels, hope you get the strikeout. Hopefully this, you know, trend of, uh, you know, near 30% strikeout rate continues. Or you play the line that, you know what, he doesn't strike people out. And when that's the case, you've got a 524 contact Wobo with Jose Abreu this season. You've got a 611 contact Wobo with Matt Davidson this season. Thompson, 449. And the problem is, it's just whether these guys make contact. Uh, so I am probably not playing Cole Hamels today. I don't see him being a, a top target for me. So I wanted to kind of get him out of the way. But I want to run through kind of these, you know, games here and, and take a quick look at, at plate IQ along the way as we go pitchers. We'll get into hit bats position by position here in a moment. Uh, we've got Eric Lauer uh, against Chad Cool tonight out in Pittsburgh. And the thing that kind of caught my eye here was Chad Cool being a 161 favorite and then having an implied run total for San Diego of 3.53. I don't like Chad Cool. I don't think he is particularly a great pitcher, but his struggles have definitely come, you know, versus left-handed pitching. Uh, and it's pretty evident when you, you know, break down his, his, uh, his numbers, especially in the plate IQ. I mean, this season, it's a 400 Woba, 338 ISO uh, versus lefties this season. Uh, 37% co- hard contact rate. And if you break it down over the last couple of years, uh, it's still bad. 379 Woba, 246 ISO. So do we? Be- the question we have to ask ourselves is, do we believe in the lefties for San Diego? Because you've got four of them. Um, out of the first five spots, looks like you're going to have five of them in this lineup today. 
But it's, you know, Travis Jankowski, it's Eric Hosmer, it's Frenchie Cordero, it's, uh, it's what, Lopez, uh, the, the, uh, Rafi Lopez, the catcher. And, you know, I, I think that some of these guys are all right. I mean, you look at Hosmer, he's fine. You know, you look at, you know, even Cordero and Lopez, Lopez, pretty smallish sample size at 78 at-bats, but a 279 ISO with a 360 weighted OBA. Now, if you're not a believer in those guys, then you should absolutely be playing Chad Cool tonight. I'm kind of on the fence with him. I think I think for me, I've got my starting pitcher one that I think I'm going to roll with, and then I'm probably going to filter through a number of these guys. And I think Cool has to be one of those guys on the list. So uh, I like him a little bit today. The salary is... Uh, it's, it's not terrible, uh, for Chad cool today. Let's see and break that down. We've got his salaries. It looks like 8,200 8, on DraftKings, 77 on FanDuel and 16, one on fantasy draft. So I don't mind him, uh, against this San Diego team here today. Uh, cause I'm not, I kind of fall more into the side of, I'm not really a, a big believer in those guys. Uh, and the numbers are, are not terrible. Uh, over the last two seasons, 322 Woba, the 162 ISO is pretty weak. Um, but you know, this season they're pretty much on the same kind of path that we've seen with that. Uh, on the other side, Lauer, uh, he's ch- super cheap. Uh, DraftKings fantasy draft. Uh, I don't really like it. The Pirates offense is a little bit better than I think people uh, give him credit for. I want to say I read this morning they were like second or third in the. National League and runs scored, so the, you know their their bats are kind of getting it done here today. Um, and Lauer's just been bad to everybody, and particularly right-handed bats. Uh, Four seventy-eight WOBA, three seventeen ISO. It's only been a couple of starts. I know he had to go to Coors Field as well, but you know if we get a good lineup order for Sean Rodriguez today, he could be an interesting value spot. Josh Bell could be an interesting value spot. Now, admittedly, you got some of the more power bats, guys like Polanco and Dickerson, um, even Colin Moran coming from the left side of the plate, and he has been decent so far against the lefties this season uh and his price is mega mega cheap but it's hard for me to 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 kind of press that button on him today all right let's continue it on the uh oakland toronto game uh since we're talking about pitching i'm not looking at either of these two pitchers so i'm going to kind of move right along here uh nothing interests me in either of these two guys uh gaussman and price out there baltimore and uh, Boston. Now, Baltimore's been dreadful so far this season. David Price himself has kind of been all over the map, and, and his history versus team is really not good at all. You're talking um, uh, a 736 OPS, 264 average, especially some of the BVP numbers really pop for some of the bigger bats there. And when you look at his production so far this season, uh, leaves a, a good bit to be desired here for David Price. I mean, a 479 xFIP. Uh, righties got him at a, a 338 clip, and, and that's the problem here. He's been very solid versus left-handed bats so far this season. The hard contact at only 20%, uh, soft contact at 32%. Those all rate very, very high so far this season. But you're talking about righty Mancini, righty Jones, righty Machado, righty Scope, righty Trumbo. Davis from the left side, righty Valencia, righty Gentry, and then maybe Cisco uh, batting ninth. So way too many right-handed bats for my liking here today. And uh, I just wonder if his skill set 
his has just kind of fallen off uh, a little bit. So uh, I'm probably not looking to David Price today against Baltimore, despite Baltimore being a pretty dreadful team. And then taking a pitcher versus the Red Sox, uh, I think we can continue to move on. Now, this next game, I think, is kind of interesting. Philadelphia and St. Louis. Uh, it's Vincent Velasquez versus, uh, versus Luke Weaver today. Total of 8.5 in this one. Uh, we've got the Cardinals as a small favorite. And, uh, you know, Weaver's a guy who I think profiled, throws hard, doesn't just hasn't had the strikeout numbers that, you know, I kind of expected so far this season. Uh, only a 20% K rate, where if you look since the beginning of last season, it was at 25%. The XFIP went from the beginning of last season, 3.61 versus a 4.65 so far this year. The BABIP, it's kind of, uh, you know, 3.14, so he's had a little bit of bad luck. But he's a guy that I just don't know that I can completely trust here today um, against Philadelphia, who I think is is a sneaky, decent hitting team here, especially Hernandez, Hoskins, uh, you know, Santana certainly has not done a whole lot so far this season, uh, but 248 ISO so far against righties is not awful. He's been better against this handedness of pitcher. So um, I think you can put him in your rotation of starting pitchers tonight because, uh, you know, he is 8K on this slate. Do I like him better than Kevin Gossman? Yeah, I do. Do I like him better than Chad Cool? It's kind of like in that in that same territory for me. Now, on the other side of things, you've got Vincent Velasquez, who absolutely is a tournament viable pitcher because he's got lots of strikeout upside but the guy absolutely has blow up upside or downside as well I mean if he loses the strike zone which he is uh, sometimes known to do then you're in a heap of trouble he hasn't really done that too much so far this season um, and he's going against a very righty heavy lineup for him tonight since the beginning of last season, he's definitely neutralized that handedness of uh, hitter a little bit more, a little bit better K rate for him. The hard contact's still really high, though, at 35% since the beginning of last season, so it's not a lock and load. But you look at the Cardinals so far in 2018, and uh, you know their numbers versus uh, right-handed pitching, uh, pretty dismal isolated power at 168, the weighted OBA at 327, and a contact WOBA, which is pretty decent, there at 447. Uh, but the problem is, this is a strikeout type pitcher here, and the K rate at 22% versus righties. Um, I think Velasquez has some upside in this matchup. I don't mind the ballpark. Uh, he's definitely a guy that uh, I'm going to have on some teams tonight, so I don't mind Vincent Velasquez. Uh, Chicago and Atlanta. John Lester today going against uh, Soroka. Soroka's an interesting guy. His last time out, you know, kind of got hit around a little bit. You see that sometimes in the big leagues, you know, first start guy will come out and, and really shut people down. And then guess what? You know, the book is kind of out. You got more film, uh, more things to look at and, uh, going against a really good hitting team here in Chicago. Uh, I don't really see me pressing that button here today, despite a pretty reasonable salary at 6,700, uh, total on this game is nine. We might have some spotty weather concerns as well. And then John Lester on the other side, I can't do it. The Braves have been super uh, solid so far this year versus left-handed pitching. I actually made my, uh, I don't know, maybe like every two months, uh, I'll check the standings because they don't really matter to me. And I was shocked to see the Braves are actually leading the division. And, you know, when you look at their splits versus lefties this season, uh, 406 weighted OBA, uh, a K rate of like just 16%, a 252 ISO. And you've got youngsters in uh, 
Ozzy Abilis, uh, Acuna, who, uh, and then Flowers is, you know, should have had a homer last night. And we've seen the skills, I think, of Lester really drop off so far this season. So I can't give him an endorsement tonight, unfortunately. Uh, all right, let's keep going through the games here tonight. Next up, we got Texas and Chicago. I already talked about Cole Hamels. And then on Texas's side, we've got James Shields. Uh, I don't need to tell you not to play James Shields. If I do need to tell you that, then you need to start looking at plate IQ and following sports a little bit more. Uh, Tampa Bay and LA. I think this is one of the more interesting games here on the slate because I did a double take when I saw the salary of uh, of Chris Archer today. He's at 6,900. Give you an, an idea. He's less than Vincent Velasquez, Chad Bettis, Matt Boyd, Kevin Gossman, Chad Cool, Tyler Skaggs, and Cole Hamels. Uh, if I told you at the beginning of the year, if we gave you all these pitchers on this slate uh, before this year started he's, and said, okay, where's the salaries going to come in at? And if I told you he would be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Uh, oh, let's try again. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 12th highest price pitcher on DraftKings. You would have laughed at me. And I, I dug into some of his numbers here. And obviously the K numbers are down. He's, you know, uh, 8.89 Ks per nine this season. He's been at double digits each of the last three. Uh, but the ERA, just to give you a glimpse, 5.64 versus an XFIP of 4.3. Or, or uh, excuse me, a fielding independent pitching of 4.3. The XFIP at 3.85. Again, those numbers are a little bit higher than we've seen previously. But not enough, I think, to kind of justify that number um where we're at in terms of ERA. So I feel like he's had some bad luck. And, you know, you look at, you know, batting average balls in play for him this season, 331. You know, it was kind of ugly for him last year as well at 325. But I'm guessing at 331 numbers, one of the higher ones we have in the league for starting pitching. And um, you know, the Sierra for him so far this season is a 3.88. I mean, that is, you know, just what, 0.4 higher than he had last year, yet the ERA is a run and a half greater than we've seen. Now, the problem is you've got a lineup here versus uh, versus the Angels, which is not one I used to really love to use starting pitching with because they don't strike out a whole lot, um, especially against righties so far this season. we got a K rate of like 21%. That's not great. Um, and... You know, definitely, you know, when you've got Trout, Otani, Upton, it's a pretty solid guys to kind of lead off the bottom of that order. Um, I definitely think, you know, you've got Rivera and Calhoun, um, Valbuena, all pretty high K numbers. But especially a guy like even Ian Kinsler this season with a K rate below 10% versus righties. But we've got some history on our side here with... Uh, with Chris Archer as well, 106 at-bats for these hitters, and they've only taken him deep one time with a 34% K rate. So that's pretty good numbers to look at. And, you know, you could say, well, Dan, you bypass Shields. He's got a 37% K rate against Texas. Might be true, but uh, he's been pitching a lot longer than a guy like Chris Archer has. So I feel like these numbers are going to make a lot, mean a lot more to me and Honestly, the skill set is just night and day between these two pitchers. So uh, I like Archer here tonight. I think the price is going to make him a little bit chalky, and I definitely get nervous when DraftKings 
has the salaries that really stand out to me and be like, wow, why is that guy that cheap? But I feel like the K upside is certainly still potentially there for him. Um, I, I think maybe we get some positive regression. Maybe not in this matchup. And if he was sitting at like 9K tonight, like maybe you just say no thanks. But at 6,900, they're suckering me in. Maybe I'm a sucker for it. But I think I'm going to play him here today uh, at that price tag. And then, you know, the pitcher uh, next to him is Tyler Skaggs. And Skaggs is at 10-4. I think I would have expected these guys' salaries to be kind of swapped. But Skaggs this season has been getting it done. There's no question. He's been limiting, you know, the uh, the number of uh, hits that he's been given up in seven strikeouts or more in uh, his last three starts against Minnesota, Seattle, and New York. So uh, I'm okay with him. And again, I feel like he's like a thousand too much, but I also feel like this really has a chance to be a lower scoring game today. We've got implied run total for the Rays at 3.33, 4.17 for the Angels. Um, this could be a spot where, especially on DraftKings, where you take you know both pitchers here today and uh and roll with it and you know skaggs against the lefties so far this season you got tampa at a 23 percent k rate the iso at just 164 uh and this is since the beginning of of last season let me see let's see uh so far this year uh the k rates about 121 percent so not too bad there uh not a not a terrible weighted oba at 357 but again not a lot of power coming from this lineup and you know Hetcheverius you know leading up Joey Wendell Robertson Miller Malik Smith uh you know a number of lefties here as well so yes CJ Crone he's got major revenge on his mind and he crushes lefties he's definitely a guy he's gonna have to watch out for but Skaggs the numbers look kind of real today so um I think it's kind of a sneaky just you could play put that game together and just say okay we're hoping for a two-to-one game with a lot of strikeouts and I don't think it's an impossibility to play itself out that way okay next game for us here on the pitching front Detroit and Seattle uh all right uh not really looking at Matt Boyd too much today I mean he's fine uh in so far as numbers this season he's really neutralized left-handed hitting 167 Woba 061 ISO for them this season since the beginning of last year uh really good against that handedness 278 Woba 064 ISO so um now a guy like D Gordon you know you're not really worried about isolated power there because he's not a power guy to begin with but certainly you know one of their better bats that they have in this lineup right now is is Kyle Seager but against righties the story's a bit different and when you've got Segura you've got Mitch Haniger. Uh, you've got Mike Zanino, Ryan Healy uh, so far this season is raked against right, left-handed pitching. Too dangerous of a spot for me to roll Matt, Matt Boyd. Now, I think Marco Gonzalez is kind of interesting because the numbers since the beginning of last season, better than I expected here with a 358 um, XFIP and definitely a guy who uh, who's got, you know, pretty good control. I mean, only a 5.3 walk rate, which I love. I love it when I have to, when I feel like pitchers are not going to get themselves in trouble. And he's been pretty solid versus lefties. Now, this isn't a team that touts very many lefties at all. In fact, they're probably going to have nine right-handed bats in that lineup. And that's where the risk lies. Uh, a 379 weighted OBA against, righty, uh, against left-handed pitching, excuse me, gets right-handed hitting for uh, Marco Gonzalez. 
And if you look at uh, Detroit since the beginning of last season, you know, not great numbers at all. I mean, their bats definitely leave a lot to be desired. Their hitters today, uh, 172 ISO, 341 WOBA. Not bad this season, but last season, or since the beginning of last season, you're looking at a larger sample size, and it falls to, what, a 312 WOBA and a 167 ISO. But the Ks, I don't know if they're going to be there for him, and that's the concern. But that's kind of like uh, putting the price here. He's only 6,600. So do we get more upside in a Mike Soroka? Absolutely. He's gotten way more strikeout upside against the Cubs, but you also are going against a much better offense that could blow him up. Um, Gonzalez, I don't really see Detroit blowing him up at home. Don't really see it happening. Uh, the risk you also run is this team just faced him last time uh, he took the mound, and they garnered 10 hits in six innings, four earned runs. So um, at least Detroit got to be feeling like they can at least do something against this guy. And he's given up 19 hits over the last two starts. So that is a little bit concerning on that front. Uh, I think he's worth a flyer maybe in tournaments today if you need a cheaper option down there. But I don't think he's going to quite crack my cash game uh, lineups tonight. And then Colorado and San Francisco. Oh, man. I mean, Jeff Samarja, tale of two seasons so far. You know, since the beginning of last year, which includes this season, a 386 XFIP. So far this year alone, he's been at 6.02. He has been just dreadful and beyond dreadful, it feels, against left-handed hitting. 478 Woba, 349 ISO. He's literally red in, like, every category there is and uh not that you know Colorado has loaded up with left-handed bats they are going three of their first four with Blackman, Dahl, and Cargo and those are the guys I'd probably kind of look at a little bit today um and I'll be curious to see if people will go here you know some of the early optimizers I looked at actually had Samarja as a play and you know Vegas is not a believer at all in this Rockies team 3.71 3.71 implied team total today. Samarge is a 138 favorite. And for me, like Chad Bettis is not trash. I mean, Chad Bettis is a guy who's actually got a higher salary here than just Samarja, and, and probably rightfully so, because San Francisco this year, I think it's dead worse versus righties, or got to be darn close to it. A 119 ISO and a 302 weighted OBA for the projected lineup they're putting out there tonight. And that makes me feel like. You know, definitely, you know, Bettis is a guy who can who can deal potentially here. Now, the problem is it's been scoring a few more runs lately. I think like four, consec- four or five consecutive games, San Francisco scored five runs or more. So I feel like they're probably a little bit better than those numbers go to show. But, you know, as bad as San Francisco is versus righties, Colorado's not much better, especially this lineup they're trotting out here today. We're projecting at a uh, 295 weighted OBA. The ISO is not bad at 199, but a 25% K rate. So if there's a get right spot for Samarja, I guess this is it. But he's been so bad that this season that I think you're nuts if you roll him out there in any sort of cash game format. And GPP, it's a high variant situation. And, you know, yes, like I say, these K numbers are impressive. The uh, Colorado's in a big downgrade in terms of uh, ballpark. You've got the the pitcher spot as well, so like there are some reasons to be to to consider him, but I can't do it in cash games. I I don't think I can do it at just seven K today because he's just been beyond awful. Five earned runs 
or more in three of his last four starts. And, you know, came against Pittsburgh in, in Pittsburgh, you know, Philly in Philly. Maybe coming home will change things a little bit for him. I mean, he played San Diego, his, uh, his last home start, and two earned runs and, and five innings. But uh, I don't know. I'm not seeing this trending in the right direction for him. So I'm going to reserve him for tournaments and probably do the same with Chad Bettis because the salary for him at 7400 like I think I prefer Velasquez a little bit more versus St. Louis. All right, let's get to bats. But before we do, it's time to tell you about my friends over at Buffalo Wild Wings. And at Buffalo Wild Wings, they're the first to admit that sometimes they go a little bit overboard with their offerings, uh, their limited time offerings, and they just can't help themselves. And uh, it's no different with their new signature sampler. And by the way, went to Buffalo Wild Wings this weekend and actually ordered the signature sampler. It was terrific. 15 bucks, you get wings. You get three shareable options like fried pickles, cheese curds, and uh, they're aptly named over-the-top nachos. I like the nachos best, okay? I got that. Me and my wife devoured the nachos. Now, we also got some mushrooms, I think, and some onion rings. But the nachos, we you were impressed. So get those nachos. It's a literal mountain of crispy tortilla chips uh, loaded up with pulled pork or honey barbecued grilled chicken, corn, jalapenos, and more. And top it off with all new Platinum Margarita. Go overboard with us today at Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports, available for a little bit limited time while supplies last. As always, please drink responsibly. All right, let's get to the position-by-position bats breakdown for you here tonight. We'll start at catcher for those playing on DraftKings tonight. And, you know, I think that we can definitely be looking to stack up Texas today uh, against the Chicago White Sox. And Robinson Chirinos, a real moderate salary there at just 3100 Um And on FanDuel, he's 2400 Fantasy Draft, 5900 So uh, I love him as a one-off, and I love him in a stack. So he's definitely a guy to look at today. Uh, Tyler Flowers should have had a home run last night. Just absolutely robbed by Almora, but a guy who has an excellent track record versus le- uh, left-handed pitching. So that split matches up. And same with James McCann here against Marco Gonzalez. Uh, 2,700 on FanDuel, 31 on DraftKings, 55 on Fantasy Draft. So I think we got a number of guys that we can absolutely kind of look to play. Um, I think, you know, the White Sox are an interesting side here as well. And I think Beef Wellington Castillo is a name that, you know, I'm hoping we get some positive regression here against lefties uh, when you look or uh, when you look at the numbers for him this season. Uh, in 2018, they haven't been great for Castillo. 107 ISO, a 244 WOBA, and a 306 contact WOBA. Where if you look at last season, uh, he was 223 in the isolated power, a 389 weighted OBA, and a 499 contact WOBA. So I feel like those numbers. Should begin to turn, and uh, if you're on Cole Hamels is a fraud and he doesn't strike people out, then I think Wellington Castillo betting cleanup and pretty good ballpark out there in Chicago is definitely a guy that uh, that we can consider today at catcher. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling here. Moving on to first base next, and uh, the highest uh, plate or the highest premium uh, or plate IQ premium rating we have is Justin Smoke here tonight, and uh, he gets Andrew Triggs. I think Toronto bats 
are super interesting today, and Smoke comes in at a real moderate salary at 3600 But we're going to need to spend today, okay? Because there's no crazy expensive pitching out there, and Smoke's a fine spot to, you know, maybe alleviate some. But if you've got extra spots on Fantasy Draft or FanDuel, definitely Justin Smoke's a name that I like a lot tonight. And Joey Gallo feels like a, another smash spot for him today. You just try to find those those you know pitchers that just don't strike people out. And yeah, I kind of feel like this is a spot for him. I mean, against lefties so far this season, we've got a 16% K rate. And Joey Gallo, again, when he makes contact, the ball oftentimes leaves the, leaves the yard here today. So um, I'm definitely liking Joey Gallo again tonight as a, a bat to maybe potentially hit a home run for us today. Gives you outfield eligible and infield eligible, I believe, on both Fantasy Draft and DraftKings. So he's popping for me today and not really too worried about salary here tonight. Uh, Abreu against Hamels. Again, another guy we can look at today, the... Numbers not terrible on him uh, against lefties even this season. 34 at-bats, 321 Woba, 176 ISO for him. And we talked about Matt Davidson. You know, it's when he hits the ball. So, again, White Sox, a number of guys we can we can look at from them today. Uh, let's see if there's other one-offs because I don't want to go through the whole gamut. Uh, Josh Bell's been swinging a pretty good bat lately. The price is up on him today on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. 4K on DK. Fantasy Draft not bad at 7,200. Uh, Got to make sure he is in the lineup here tonight, but uh, definitely a guy over the last week I've been using him and kind of getting it done pretty solid in this handedness split. Uh, so take a look at him potentially tonight. Uh, all right, let's move on over to second base. And Again, going back to Texas, Rugnet Odur against James Shields. I'm fine looking there. But I do think um, Jan Jervis, Alarte, again, I'm loving the Toronto stack tonight. I'm going to play probably some Josh Donaldson over there at third base. I think Toronto puts up a pretty big number here today. So he's definitely uh, a nice play at 3400 over on DK. On FanDuel, same price, Fantasy Draft, 6300 uh, Jed Lowry, another guy who I believe had our highest um, second base premium uh, plate IQ number. Actually, second highest but, but behind uh, Sean Rodriguez. Now, if Rodriguez at 2,800 on DraftKings, you know, bats third today against Lauer, he's probably going to be pretty chalky today. And Rodriguez, a 67 plate IQ premium rating versus Jed Lowry's 62. That's what we call... A peek behind the paywall, boys and girls, so enjoy it. Uh, Ozzy Abilas, normally I'm not looking to spend 5400 on a guy, um, but again, I don't think we're going to worry too much about, you know, trying to fill in our, uh, our use, you know, save on salary tonight. So Abilas against John Lester, crushing lefties. And then my one-off today is going to be Jonathan Scope against David Price, another guy who... Uh, a, you know, really was crushing left-handed hitting or left-handed pitching last season in 2017. Uh, scope, and of course, when I need plate IQ to give me my numbers, uh, we're frozen up here. All right, let's try this again. Give it a little refresh. Uh, scope in 2017, we were looking at uh, pretty elite numbers versus lefties. 297 ISO, 402 weighted OBA, 40. 480 contact Woba, uh, 
yeah, like Conte, uh, the. I mean, he just was fine versus left. He's not fine, very good, above average. And in 2018, hasn't been quite as good for Jonathan Scope here versus righties, so uh, or lefties. Now, the sample size has been small and only 24 at-bats. Maybe this is a little bit better spot for him to get healthy and batting cleanup. Don't mind him on a team, which I don't think a lot of people are going to take Baltimore bats today. And, again, we've documented the struggles versus righties for him. So take a look at Jonathan Scope as a one-off at that spot. Okay, moving on to third base today. And, uh, you know, Josh Donaldson's probably the guy that I'm looking to play here today at 4.2. Um, I did talk about Matt Davidson. I think he's a super interesting GPP play for us here tonight. So I'll throw him on the list as well. Valencia, he's back to kind of raking against lefties. 354 Woba, 286 ISO. Uh, that's the Danny Valencia that I remember uh, against left-handed pitching. So we've got him uh, that we can look at today. Uh, Chris Bryant versus Soroka. I don't probably not playing KB today at 5,400, especially we can save 1,000 and get a pretty good spot there in Donaldson. But swinging pretty hot bat uh, over the last few games. Looks like six hits over his last three. And again, when the guy who is in a pretty positive ballpark out there in Atlanta. So uh, I don't hate it, but I think we don't have to go that way today. Uh, moving on to shortstop next, and we'll see where the lineup order comes in at today. Yurik's in Profar. If he bats third against James Shields, I uh, definitely have some interest to, to, uh, to go there. Yes, Segura's like the payup today at 4-4 against Matt Boyd. Again, guy's really done well against lefties. Um, I don't love paying, playing that, paying that number for him because it's just, I feel like, Somewhat limited upside in that, so I probably aren't going to go there because I'm looking to pay up at other spots, but he is in play if you've got uh, salary to spend tonight. Uh, if you want to go against Chad Cool today, Freddie Galvis, uh, not great numbers versus righties, though. That's the problem for him, but he can hit from that left side. Hits kind of at the bottom of the order. He's only 2.7K. I probably would rather just roll a... Uh, I don't know. P. Cosma, Hetcheveria. Let's just not play any of those two guys. Let's let's just keep moving on then. Uh, Xander Bogarts against Gossman. No problem there. He's been pretty solid against righties this year. 81 at-bats, a 372 Woban, a 247 ISO. So he's 4.3. Probably a little bit more upside on him over Segura tonight. But shortstop, back to being kind of ugly once again. Okay, moving to the outfield. Uh, I don't mind using some of those Colorado outfielders, by the way, if you uh, want to spend up and get Charlie Blackman. You know, he should be able to do something in this matchup. David Dahl, Carlos Gonzalez, you know, uh, definitely the handedness splits you're looking for. Cargo versus righties, 310 uh, in the Woba, but the ISO all the way up at 266. So he's got some power there that he's sporting versus righties. And we talked about the, the problems that we've seen for uh, a number of starts so far for, for Jeff Samarja. Uh, in terms of, you know, some guys who just rake, you've got Mitch Haniger, 451 Woba so far against lefties this season. Uh, that's really, really good. So if you can fit him into your lineup, that obviously would be a good one. Uh, we've got Shinsu Chu, maybe against James Shields, if he's batting top of the order. 3.6K. It's a pretty moderate salary there. I think he'll be uh, kind of a popular target tonight. 
If you're not playing Marco Gonzalez, Nick Castellanos, uh, small sample size this year, but he's really hammered lefties. I think he's a pretty awesome overall hitter. He's the one guy who I do like from Detroit um, on a given day. So he's got to kind of consider 4.1K on him. Again, some of the other big bats, the Stantons, the Judge, the Bryce Harper, those guys not in action here tonight. Uh, J.D. Martinez is just killing the baseball, it feels. He's 5,200. Let me look at peek at this game log. Feel like every time I watch him, he's got a home run. Yeah, uh, 26 FanDuel points, 6, 21, 31. Uh, has a 22 mixed in there. So yeah, if you have, you know, if you're paying down on pitching today, and you can get JD Martinez into your lineup against Kevin Gossman, yeah, he's 428 weighted OBA, 328 ISO versus righties and two 122 at bats so far this season. So pretty good stuff going there. Um, let's see. I'm on Archer, so I'm not on Trout. I'm not on Otani tonight. Uh, that wouldn't make sense. Tiascar Hernandez, another guy to look at today. Pretty good numbers against righties this season. Triggs, not a guy I'm afraid to, uh, you know, play guys against. I like Toronto's a stack, so he's definitely a name to uh, look at today. And if you're going against Chad Cool, then maybe a Jose Perella if he's hitting at the top of that lineup there. Um, but you know, cool, pretty good against righties, so probably not a way, not not the uh, not the split for him today. But uh, I will be playing, I think, some of those Colorado lefties in that outfield, and hopefully they can get it done here tonight. Uh, all right, I think that's the load. Now let's quickly go through our our stacks that I'm looking at. I like Toronto tonight uh, as a stack. I think obviously Texas or Chicago. I think either side of that is interesting tonight. Uh, Boston is kind of an obvious one, so you know they're always a pretty good play. And might even roll some Colorado. See if I can't get, uh, you know, obviously if you're stacking up the lefties, if you want to throw Nolan Arenado in there, you can because, well, he's the best hitter they have on that team. But uh, I think Samarja continues to get lit up tonight. So there we go. That's the rundown. That's what we got for you today. Uh, hopefully you found some of this information useful. Good luck when you build your lineups today. If you've got feedback, you can find us here in the comment section or you can always hit me up on twitter at dan underscore bach and as always good luck in all your contests thanks to fantasy craft thanks to buffalo wild wings support our sponsors back at you again tomorrow with another edition of the Daily fantasy fix podcast good luck tonight everybody we will see you lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this father's day we do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.